relax, grab a cup of tea and a biscuit, and prepare yourself for the latest episode of the Game Punches podcast. Podcast episode 124 for Thursday, the 13th of May, 2015. Game Punches is the most regressive and ponderous video game podcast on the internet. My name is Dave. My name is Fraser. And I feel like I'm in trouble. You are. <laughs> I feel like, feel, like, feel like we had the house to ourselves last week and now mom and dad are back home. <laughs> John's been sent to his room for two weeks, but I'm the one that's going to have an example made of him. Yeah, he can't even watch the telly. You're the older brother. We need to have a chat with you. <laughs> yeah. John doesn't know what he's doing. Example. You're supposed to look right. after John when we're not here. Not talk to him about carpets. Fucking carpet talk. Oh, I've done that thing, you know, where you start drinking your beer and then it gets that head kind of goes crazy and bubbles come out. You know what I mean, right? Carbonation. Hey. All right. Yes, carbonation. It happens. But excess carbon, like excitable. All right. Alright, cool. So, it's a show about video games. We have mm-hmm. a list, right? Oh, we have a list, well, but we also have other stuff, well, too, isn't it? Before we go any further... Things mm-hmm. happened. Things happened last week. I had a visitor. You did. I Was did. it Aunt Flo? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no. No, Fish. It wasn't Flo. It was Fraser. It was me and, and oh. family on my Lovely way family. back yep. from my holiday. Yes, and what a yeah, delightful man he is in the flesh. Likewise, Mister Pendlebury. Thank you. You and your delightful family. They are delightful. It was good. Yeah. So we had a wonderful. <laughs> I had a wonderful holiday last week, trekking down into the United States of what the hell goes on down there. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. How was freedom? Did you enjoy the freedom? I enjoyed yeah. drinking deep of the freedom and the high fructose mm. corn syrup. I hope you left it on the border. You can't drive that freedom across yeah, they into would, Canada. Yeah. They wouldn't. It sucked out of me as I went back over to Canada <laughs> into the socialist oppression up here. <laughs> Communism. <laughs> it's, Canada's in black and white, but America's in color. <laughs> hey, these colors don't run. <laughs> that country. This gray doesn't run. That country. It's a country. It's a <laughs> It's all concrete buildings and shell suits up in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it's all milk cartons <laughs> and burnt out tires. Right. Uh, yeah, so we had a wonderful holiday down in the States. We left, we drove down to South Carolina, stayed in a wonderful place. So, you know, beautiful holiday, beautiful weather. Yeah. Um, I suppose if I'm going to talk about anything that's gaming related for the holiday, I really didn't play anything on holiday. 
Um, but as I did mention to you, on the, I had purchased... Here we go. Here's my gaming-related parts of my holiday. I, I mentioned to you that I purchased two copies of Marvel Superheroes for the 3DS. Yes. yes. I inquired in Canada Babbage's or whatever. I still haven't figured out what that means, but it's, it's funny. It's, it's getting funny. And uh, EB yeah. Games, I said to them, uh, I'd like to get two of these two copies of this so my kids can play co-op, right? So these these are co-op games, right? And of course they told me they were. Turns out, guess what? What? They're not co-op games. <laughs> so, so we started to figure that one out early into the journey. They are a street pass where you get a character from someone else's street pass. That was about as useless as a fucking chocolate <laughs> teapot, right? Right. So the interest in those games quickly disappeared. Yeah. Um, so uh, it didn't take long before I promptly decided that they would be going back onto the open market uh, for sale. I would either be trekking down to GameStop to uh, or EB Games, whatever it's called, uh, to give them a piece of my mind. But it's a little bit far away, so that probably won't happen. So I thought I'll just I'll throw them up on eBay. But guess what kids do? What do kids what do? What are kids great at doing? Breaking shit and Losing shit. <laughs> there we go, fish! Ding, oh. ding, ding! I so I now have kids. two cases and only one cartridge. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> all right, all right. Have you figured out which who was the culprit? I believe it's... Th- it's Stanley and... Pitt the Younger. No, it's uh, <laughs> Madeline, I think. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. Um, so that was fun. Right. Um, uh, there was a lot of uh, Zelda, um, a link between worlds. <laughs> Wyatt's still pushing Smash Bros. <laughs> in the chat. Should have got Smash Bros. He has Smash Bros. Wyatt. He does. Ah, he doesn't play go. it a lot, but he he did get excited about it for a while. Um, so he has got that. Um, I actually I did all the driving. If I hadn't done all the driving, I would have played. I think I would have played some. There was a couple about a few hours where my wife drove and I played some Zelda. Which is still great. You know, if right. you have a 3DS and you haven't played that, it's Oh, awesome. that game's supposed to be incredible. It's oh, great. This is it's just Link Zelda Between one. Worlds, right? Link Between Worlds? Yeah. Link Between Worlds. Yeah, it's just Zelda. It's just... It's, you know, it's just a great... Um, it's all based around the world of A Link to the Past. Right. But then with added gameplay elements. I've, it's just brilliant. It's great I've stuff. I've heard it you know, suggested... It's t- that it's better than Link to the Past, but I, I, don't, I don't have a good frame of reference on that. Right. Yeah, I don't know. But it's still great. My, I was very proud of my son. He was making some fantastic progress, so that was good. Excellent. It's always good when you see uh, your kid like get stuck into something that's good. Yes. Yeah, he really was making good progress. And, you know, what was funny, though, was he's just, uh, you know, every, for, for tons of the journey, was I just this voice would ring out from the back, Dad, Dad, you know that dungeon with the fire things? How did you get past that? And it's just like, you've got yeah. to be kidding me. Do you have any idea what I've been through in my life? And he's trying to, get me to, trying to get me to remember that as I'm doing 80 down the highway. Oh, and well done, America, for having proper speed limits. Thank you very much. That was proper refreshing. Proper speed limits? Proper speed limits. In what way? Oh, why are they higher than oh, yours? Oh, God, we're stuck up here in socialist oppressive Canada with 100 <laughs> kilometers an hour. They don't even have they don't even have miles per hour in Canada. They, do they, don't, they don't even they don't even have miles up there. Jesus, they just have kilometers. You can't afford miles in Canada. No. Oh, they no. went all metric system. God knows what they who why did we even bother with the metric system? <laughs> I don't know. What a waste yeah. of time. I mean, because I work in, I do a lot of stuff with I do lots so of stuff with dumb. engineering drawings and things like that, and it's just like nobody does metric on it. If I get anything that's in metric, I have to spend a ton of time converting it. You wipe your ass with it. Oh, it's Done. Uh, we did hit a pizza restaurant one meal 
in our holiday that had an arcade cabinet. That was right. nice. That was a throwback. It had, it was sort of uh, it had Frogger and Donkey Kong and uh, Donkey Kong Junior. Dig Dug. Hang on, I don't want to alarm anyone, but it shows that the podcast is offline. Oh, oh, for me now. For I don't you, think it's the same it's for not, everybody else. It's, it says live it showing, for me. It, it says does. Live for me. Yeah, Hold I'm on. looking at it here on my I'll, Twitch stream. I'll hit the so. unmute button here. Uh, well, it looks yeah, like Wyatt's I've... still talking, so he must be in something. Why is it showing offline for me? I'm going to come out of it and go back in. I don't know. I think that happened before. Somebody said that last week, and it was, I was still listening to it. In yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. Last week, yeah. anyway. So um, yeah, so we played. Uh, you know, stuffed go. some quarters into an arcade cabinet. That was nice. It was good. Thanks, Wyatt. Good. All right, just me then. Uh, so that Fuck was good, me, right? All right. So uh, are we there? Good. Good. Yeah, we're good. Are we still online? Yeah, we never weren't. It's just my fucking yeah. stupid my computer. Um, so that was probably about it. And then, you know, we did normal things. We didn't really play many video games apart from that. And then, of course, we stopped in on our way back to Virginia. Virginia! Named after the Virgin Queen. And headed deep into the forests of Virginia. It was the wilderness, in fact. It is. You do live in the wilderness, don't you? I sure do. It's it's definitely namely. It's amazing. It? And, uh, yeah, we got out there to meet you and your lovely family. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. You it gave me great, a hug when I arrived. I did. It was, it was great. great. It was I, We'd arranged that I was going to run up to the car and say, Hey, everybody, welcome to Steve's house. <laughs> but instead, I just came out and said, And I'm Fraser. And confused everyone. <laughs> <laughs> It was great. Yeah, we caught up for a few hours and uh, just chit chatted. It was wonderful. Yep. Let the kids run around. It was fun. Yeah, they uh, they all just grabbed one of John's. John has like a thousand plastic guns. Everyone grabbed a gun and ran into the forest. Good times. Yep. Yep. So that was good. So it was yeah, it was great. No one got eaten by spiders or acquired any ticks. So I don't. That's think a win. So. Yeah, that's always a win. That's a win. Yeah, uh, check your kids for deer ticks, by the way. I should have mentioned that. Um, we haven't seen anything, so but I will maybe give them a once-over again. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Um, although, don't worry, they spray us as we come back over the border. <laughs> Wash the freedom off. <laughs> and apply oh, the shackles. <laughs> Step out to be shackled, sir. So it's great. That's great. Yeah, it was a really good visit. We had a good time. Enjoyed it a lot. Enjoyed it a lot. Um, didn't finish your wine, unfortunately. Oh. Still on my countertop. I need to throw that away. It's probably bad. It's probably <laughs> vinegar now. Probably vinegar, yeah. But yeah, cool. All right. Um, fish. I have a list. You do? I do. I want to hear, hear your list. Well, uh, do I? Uh, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> what kind of list is it? It's uh, Rock, Paper, Shotgun put out a list for the best, the 50 best <sighs> frame, uh, first-person shooters ever made. Oh, really? So, when did they so finally, it uh, this was like today, I think. I think it came out today. Oh, okay. So it's not like from no. 99. <laughs> but we can fi- We finally have closure on what the best first-person shooter is of all time. I'm not going to go through Christ. all 50, though. I'm going to go oh, just through no? the top. I'm going to go through the top 10. I feel like going Do we through get 50. To, uh, can we have a stab at each of us, have a stab at yes. maybe two or three on the list that we think should be there before you Yes. Yes. Go, go with the – I'm just – now remember, this is just the top 10. I'll let you know if those appear on the list anywhere else after the list. Okay. Go ahead, phrase. Goldeneye. No, this is I'm sorry, I should specify this is PC only. Ah, uh, Master Race. <laughs> Rock paper shotgun. Uh, I didn't right, listen, okay. I didn't make I didn't make the list. <laughs> and I didn't realize till after I read it, because I said the same thing. I was like, you know, Goldeneye's not on this list. That's a little weird. 
Uh, Counter Strike. Okay. Yeah, that's a good good guess. First person uh, shooters. Half Life. Is that a first person shooter? That is a first person shooter. Both of those appear somewhere on the list. Um, I would be willing to bet that Quake Three Arena is in the top ten. Okay. Uh, I would also be willing to bet that Quake Two is in the top fifty. Um, and I would reckon that the number one is probably Half-Life 2. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Number 10. Widely regarded, not played, Far Cry 2. Ah, okay. Really? I, I didn't play Far Cry 2. I don't know. I mean, they. I guess they liked it. If you like burning the underbrush, I guess, in Africa... It's got and, you covered. And I malaria. Far Cry 2 was pretty non... I, 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 it, was a, it was a departure from from the standard Far Cry jazz. Yeah, that's definitely. probably why. It's got, it's got yeah. unique points. It does. Uh, n- number 9, Battlefield 1942. Which uh, I do remember that being... I remember the... Um, I used to run um, a land party here in Chicago, and when that demo came out, that was just Wake Island. We had a full, Fuck. we had a full, like a full land that was just playing that all day. Yeah. Like there were tons of other games that we could be playing, but we just played Wake Island over and over and over again. Yeah, I'm I'm currently cr- a permanent state of crushed because they don't have that on the BF4. Yeah, yeah, and they it's really but, bothering me. And they, I thought they were going to do something cool with that Battlefield 1943 where they were going to, like, re-release all the old maps in, like, this updated yeah. package, but, like, that went nowhere, so. Did, wasn't that going to be, like, free-to-play or something? No, there is a Battlefield Heroes? Oh, that's what I I'm think is free-to-play? Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. I don't remember. Number eight, Frasier, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. My guess is, is that's the encompassment of all the Counter-Strike games, but that is Probably, number eight. yeah. Uh, this one's a weird one. Number seven, Planetside 2? Yeah, Torment? I've played that. Have you? Is it good? What is it? I it's would also... like to. It's a. It's a massive first-person shooter brawler. Well, brawler? brawler? No brawl. I mean brawler. Uh, you know, uh, I'm using brawler in the wrong context. I mean, just go. It's a shooter, right? All right. Um, massive world, space. Space. It's good. It's an MMO. It I means just, an MMO uh, shooter. Yeah. Infinite yeah. space. It's uh, very large. You know, you spend a lot. Of, I spent a lot of time just trekking across the map, and then I would try and do my thing by capturing somewhere in the middle of nowhere where people were nowhere near, and then eventually people would catch up with you, and it would be mayhem. It right. was pretty neat. I know people right. who are into it are into it. Yeah, I know that too. It's something that like I installed once and was and started and loaded it up and was like, I am not. I do not have the time for this. No, I think that I was the same. All right, number six, Half-Life 2. Weirdly high on the list, I would say. Weirdly high? But... Do you mean low? Low, yes. All right. Like, not not near the number... Not good enough. (laughs) Because I, I, like you, walked into this list was thinking, all right, well, it's going to be Half-Life or Half-Life 2 at number one, right? Like, it has to be. Yep. And to see Half-Life 2 at number six, I was like, that's... That's odd. They're, yeah, their criteria are not my criteria. This is interesting. But, but have you played Half Life Two recently? Recently, there um, are there are moments in that game. Well, there are stretches of that game that are kind of oh, kind of rough. I mean, now a lot of it's rough. <laughs> yeah. At the time, it was like 
an amazing action movie. It was just fantastic. Right. But like, yeah, n- nowadays it's it's okay. Yeah, oh, okay, I would. Okay, I guess it has not aged super well because really. it's still it's still kind of has one foot in the old. We need to make a thirty-hour game, so we need to make this buggy right. sequence last. You know, two hours. And this there was an awful lot of loading drumming. and stuff yeah. as well. I don't uh, number think I'm five. very happy with the disparaging talk there about Half Life Two. You know, I listen. I love Half Life Two, and it's there probably go, one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite first-person shooters, <laughs> I, and it and it was. I am the same. It was, I am the same. It was it was mind-bending the first time I played that. I mean, yeah. But uh, yeah, I just like it, it's one of those things where you look at it and you go back to it, and you're like. I know, but I think you're a little bit. I'm, I've gone back to it not long ago, and I still think it's overshadowed by going back to it and you're going, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, and, and playing it on oh, the Rift was that. certainly awesome. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I know that sensation. All right, <laughs> number it's five. Like a comfortable pair of shoes, right? Indeed. Right, no, it's true. Very true. Number it's five. Like a warm handshake uh, from an old friend. Steve, I believe you called this one Quake Three Arena at number five. Ooh, yes! Finally, right. we have closure as to what's better: Unreal Tournament or Quake Three Arena. There it is. There's your proof. It's right oh, here on the Unreal list. Oh, uh, Unreal Tournament '99 isn't on the list. Unreal Tournament 2004 is at 22. Are you shitting me? Yeah. Unreal Tournament '99 is not even on the list. It does not appear on the list because Unreal Tournament 2004 was a better game. Well, it was, but. Unreal Tournament 99 was fucking baller, dude. That was actually better than Quake 3 Arena no. in a lot of ways in, when it came no. out. No, no. Get yeah. out of here. Get out of your show. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> dude, it was fucking baller. What are you talking about? It was I'm not as good as Quake right 3. Now. I'm going to get off my own show and play it now. <laughs> All right, number four. This is a game that everyone swears by, and I have just—I have never played it, and I've, never, and I've tried to get into it a couple times and just can't. Stalker, Shadow of Chernobyl. Oh, anyone this play is soccer? massively on my radar. I nearly bought that today. Interesting. It's a, there's a Call of Priapat is in one of the bundles. Well, someone's bundle this week for like stupid. Cheap, yeah, I think Call of Priapat gets thrown out for cheap a lot. But is it is it um, Priapat or is it Pripyat? Pripyat. It might be, it it might is, be but, Pripyat. Um, Chernobyl is the one you want. Um, is right. The, is the one you want apparently. People swear by that game, man. I yeah. started playing that um, a long time ago when my the PC I had at the time could barely run the damn thing. Um, and it was grim and grimy, and it was interesting, and it looked cool, but I lost interest in that really quick. Is it along the lines of something like a Metro 2033, then? Haven't I don't, played those. I don't think it's as focused. I think Metro... See, because I, I played through I played through Last Light, and I thought La- Metro Last Light was pretty good, but it was <laughs> focused. Stalker is just... like I've, I've installed it a couple times and sat down and was like... All right, it's almost it's almost Fallout in terms of it's like drops you into it and is like, all right, go, go, go do shit. We'll we'll be waiting here, right? So I don't know. Oh jeez. Uh, well, number three, uh, you ready? Yeah, ready for spawn, number three. Yes. The top three. Here we go. Uh, Thief Two: The Metal Age, which is a fantastic game, but not a game that you could play today. No, I actually not... never played any of the Thief games, although I heard that they were fantastic. They were. For their time, they were fantastic. Uh, number two, so now we're getting into the business. Uh, the yep. new Thief game is supposed to be Toilet, though, isn't it? Absolute yeah, the new Thief game was awful. Um, yep. The one before it, Deadly Shadows, was good. Uh, and still playable, because it's third person. And What uh, about uh, Thief Gold? Well, that's, yeah, that's the first Thief. 
I, the, but the, the 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 problem I always had with Thief, and the thing that takes a while to get used to, is that it's it's first person stealth. So you have no awareness of your body, right? More any more than you would like as a as a real human being. But like it's a little clunky and and whatnot. But the 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 stuff in Thief Two, the scary stuff in Thief Two especially, was really good. And the story for those games is really good too. Yeah. Hmm. I don't have those. I have the new crappy one, and I have Thief Gold. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll never. Oh, play Thief that. Gold's the first one. Thief Gold's the first one. So you could I'm play s- that. Yeah, I'll never play it. <laughs> All <laughs> right, num- number two, Half Life. Half Life right. at number two. All right, well, I'll take that action. I mean, it's great. It certainly hasn't. It certainly hasn't aged. No. But then Black Mesa sorted that out. Yeah. If that was that it. was fun. That, that was, was fucking great. Yeah, and they just released that on Steam Early Access because they're actually going to finish it. I've I've yet to. Oh, buy were it. they? Oh, remember when they were going to finish that like four years ago or something? Well, that game's finished been about it. Well, they don't have Zen in there in the, at the end yet. Yeah, they don't have that oh. Alien Planet. But that game that game was announced shortly after Source was announced. So yeah, it was. I mean, that game is that game has been in development for ten plus years at this point by a bunch of amateurs. Yeah. Yeah, and then well. number one, and I I think that this game I absolutely think this game stands up today, and I think uh, Steve will agree with me. Uh, Doom, Doom is still oh! Doom is still a, it's a terrific shooter. It's just it, it's one of those things where you every time you bring it up, it's it's like almost cliche to say it's great because of course it's great, it's Doom. But like going back and playing that, I, I did that not recently, but uh, a couple years ago, and. That level design, it still holds up. You and it's can't still that fucking level design, dude. The entire first chapter, like Knee Deep in the Dead, that'll just go down as like the best level design in anything ever made ever. Everything really. just makes sense, and oh, which is so which was good. so hard, like and and still to this day difficult for developers to like, especially when you're like, all right, well, I've got the gold key and the red key and the blue key <laughs> and the green key, like. But it made sense somehow in Doom. I mean, it, granted, you didn't feel you didn't ever feel like you were on some base because the actual it didn't make sense as a base. Ah, oh, well, yeah. I mean, you at the time it came out, everyone was just really digging the being in the in the head of the dude in the horror show, right? Right. And it was just everything. But think about like all of the like innovations that it had to just invent, and not only invent. But fucking master and ship yeah. between Wolfenstein 3D and Doom. Yep. I mean, just so much innovation and, and new technology and game design and ev- there's so much more in that leap from Wolf 3D to, to Doom. It just blows the mind. Yeah. No, it's I agree. It's so amazing. It's weird. Like, I just, when I was like down here in my, like, obviously, Fraser, you've seen this room down here. Like, I have. I got, I've got magazines. The dungeon. The dungeon. I got magazines on the other side there um, that I keep talking about, and sh- like stuffed away in the corner, I have the original Doom Two game manual that I got when I bought it on floppies back in '96, and I just literally just pulled it out off the shelf today and started flicking through it, all reminiscing, and gave it to my son, and he was like drooling all over it because he likes classic shit as well, and he's actually playing through Doom right now, not at this moment, but like over the last couple of weeks, he's been making his way through. He's actually on Thy Flesh Consumed now, 
Um, and I reinstalled Doom Legacy and got the whole 3D wrapper going and everything, and I've been making my way through those again. Expect to see some more Doom play go up on YouTube oh, good. again soon. <laughs> good I mean, news, everyone. Yes, well done. <laughs> Sorry I kept you all waiting. <laughs> kept yeah. you waiting, didn't I? <laughs> okay, Snake. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, snake. I just... I don't know if I I don't know if I agree with a lot of this. There's weird weird choices on this list. They don't have Quake Two on there, but they have Rage. Rage was terrible. That game was it, bad. It wasn't terrible. It certainly wasn't what it could have been. I'll say that much. But it wasn't terrible. Would you put it as number forty two on the top fifty first person shooters of all time? If it's the top fifty, well, you know. I don't really have a problem with it being there. Oh, I, I might have a problem with it beating certain other things. What what was what was fifty through uh, forty three? Well, like fears, fears a better game than it. Um, uh, Tron two point is a better game. I don't know about that. That's oh, god talk. Did you play Tron two I, I played some of that. It's the it's the monolith one. It's not the one based on the new movie. It's the one they released. Like I think it's a two thousand three game. That game's really fucking good. Oh, okay. some of it was really neat. May have not played that. Not sure. Um, let's see what else is on here. Team Fortress 2 did make the list. I can't remember. I think someone in the chat wanted that. Why, uh-huh. maybe? Uh, uh, yeah. Let's see. Crisis at number 17. Huh. And then, I, But then, like, Mirror's Edge at number 15, which is... Oh, fucking Mirror's Edge. <laughs> but that's, Mirror's but that's, Edge. Not a, that's not a first-person shooter. Like... It's, at all. It's so tired it of it. I can't think the, the amount of people jizzing over Mirror's Edge. It was a piece <laughs> of shit. No, that game, that game, Fraser, that game's really good. Fraser, I hate to break, okay, I don't want to break the news to you, hey, but it was really he's, good. He's from Canada. He's, his That's true, it's true. is off. He's like, he's like, I don't understand all these colors. Everything up here is black and white. <laughs> What's all, what is it? You call this red? What is this red? I don't uh, know what but this here, is. Here maybe design, put it red maybe the most maybe most egregious uh, sin that this list is is uh, committed. Bioshock nowhere on the list. Bioshock two number twelve. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean their That's their justification suspicious. was that Bioshock two is a better action game than Bioshock. And, and I'll I'm sure I'll give them that, but that doesn't make it a better game, especially if you're going to put Mirror's Edge on the list, which is not an action game at all. No. Well, it's an action game, but there's no guns. Oh, there are guns briefly. Uh, yeah, if you have a pick up a gun in Mirror's Edge, you've, or you've done it wrong. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a but bit I mean, dodgy. as far as first-person shoots are not action-oriented first-person shoots, or they need to right. be specific. I, I don't know. To pick, but uh, no, they've put Doom at number one. Yeah, do I mean good books? That's that's because when I saw Half Life Two and Half Life, I was like, all right, well, what the fuck? What are you going to put at number one, you guys? You guys going to put Dishonored at number one? <laughs> What's going to be number one? And nope, Dishonored. it was Doom. I bet Dishonored's made... on the list though, isn't it? Yeah, he's twenty three. I did the top ten first just to see before I looked right. at the rest of the list. I mean, just no, some bad. interesting choices: Chronicles of Riddick, Assault on Dark Athena, which is a great game. Ooh. Yeah, I enjoyed the time. Is that I had the first one? No, it's a second. So that's a new one. Well, newest, newest. It's one? the one. It's the one that I think they're. I think they're considering it a combination. Butcher of the Bay two. was the first one, wasn't it? Right, Butcher Bay. Butcher was the Bay first was one. great. Yeah, Butcher Bay is great. I think that when they put Assault on Dark Athena, they were including Butcher Bay in that because when you yeah. bought Assault on Dark Athena, excuse me, you got Butcher Bay. So well, you got the remake because didn't um, Dark Athena was on the 360, uh, as a, and Butcher Bay originally came out on the original Xbox. 
So when it came when Dark Athena came out, they also had a remastered Butcher Bay on it. Right. And then one flew it flowed into the other, apparently. So I yeah. should play Dark Athena? Yes. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's not as good as Butcher Bay, but it it's it's worth a, like worth it'll it'll look. still it'll tickle those parts in your brain that 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 butcher right. tickled. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So yeah, there it is. Finally, it's... we know. Finally, we know what the best first-person shooter of all time is. Thank goodness. Good Ironically, list. I already knew. I already knew. <laughs> yes, this pleases the Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> I am pleased. Excellent. Yeah, good right, list. Cool. We haven't that had a good a list good for list. a while. That was a good one. You know what I like. I like a list. You do like, like a good, a good list. list. And that was a list. I'll tell you that much. All right, cool. Let's go to what you've been playing, because I want to know what you've all been playing. Frazier, you haven't been playing much, have you? I haven't been playing much, but I have got a couple of things I can talk about. Oh, all right. What you got? Uh, so first of all, I'm going to talk about Adventure Capitalist, which I have mentioned <laughs> before, all right. which is a cookie-clicker-esque... Oh, what's the word they use to describe these types of games? Cookie-clicker? Horse shit. That's what they call it. <laughs> you know, that, that horse, horse shit genre. Um, idol. Idol gaming, right? So you idol sort of gaming? like you, you, you set some stuff up and then you'll go away and come back and it's made progress. And you know, just anyway, like so, so Adventure Capitalist is all about first of all, you have, you have enough money to buy a lemonade stand. You click on it and then after a couple of seconds, you now have a dollar and then you can buy another lemonade stand. And then after you've clicked, it, clicked the two lemonade stands, Ugh, this is already three dollars. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Whatever. Anyway, I started playing this game back in January. <laughs> and you've got a right? dollar now. And I've been, uh, I'm currently sitting at around about 480 unlocks out of 400 and out of 500, say. Impressive. So the end game is close. I'm on a massive grind now to get to the end game. Um, and right. it's been interesting. You know, there's some points where it, it, the way it works is you, you reinvest your money. You make money. You reinvest it in other things that are going to make you more money. And all the time you can sell up everything and gain investors. And then you can reinvest and get more. Anyway, so you, it's, you're constantly building up your momentum in the game in terms of the amount of money that you're making and, and whatever. And generating. Right. And some points it goes, you, you make good progress. Other points you grind for weeks with nothing happening, right? It's brutal. And the pay-to-play part of it is you can f- buy your way to forwarding a, a week ahead into the future or tripling your output or whatever it is by, by paying some money. Anyway, I was playing it on the web on Congregate, and I've been playing it on there, but they released it on Steam. So it is on okay. Steam. It's free to play. I definitely suggest that you do and do not play this game. And somebody said, if you contact the developers, then they can switch your web game over <laughs> to Steam. Just call, here's a here's a, a email address and send them a screen cap of where you are with the web game. So I did that and I sent it. And the, and the devs over at Hyper Hippo, who made the game, um, sent me all the stuff to transfer it over to Steam. I was just very, very surprised that they just did that. It was really, really cool. So right. I'm sort of saying, one, that is what I've been playing, and I'm, I'm glad it's on Steam now, and it's all synced, and I can pick it up and play wherever I want. Uh, but also, thanks to the devs for sorting that out. It's really cool. Um, and then they also added in now the moon. So now I've made enough money, I can go to the moon, and they basically have created another game. And you can do that one, and I swore that I wouldn't do it, but I'm doing it. So I'm running both those now. It's a bloody nightmare. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. You're really selling me on this. Yeah, sounds great. 
I absolutely suggest that you go and try it out just to see what it's like. It's sort of like, it is like being a crack addict, right? And it's like... <laughs> Without having uh, to suck people's I'm, cocks. <laughs> right. Hey, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. It is. Right. <laughs> I really don't want my friends to be crack addicts, but Jesus, I'm a crack addict. I'm a crack addict, so why not But just wouldn't you really like to talk to your friends about crack? Just yeah. you guys could, you guys would be on the same level, and everyone could talk about crack and share crack stories. There we go. You see, well, John and I both went down the cookie, uh, the cookie clicker. Um, oh, you did, yeah. That was cookie. a dark time. It was a dark way. time. But thing with cookie clicker was, I hacked, I uh, hacked the source code on the game and comp- and went from you know a projected finish date of twenty eighteen to <laughs> two hours, right. <laughs> But I haven't been able to do that with this one. So the end game is coming. God knows when. I'm just grinding away to the end. So go check that out. There are quite a few guys playing it on Steam. It's funny now. I'm seeing some people and they're just like going from, you know, up to 106 hours of playing this game, which means they're just leaving it running. But whatever. Um, I also uh, got back uh, from the Land of Freedom on Sunday night. <laughs> and uh here's the other thing right i got back i fired up uh, my pc straight away to get wolfenstein the old blood loaded excellent 36 gigs so that was not going to finish till something like two in the morning so i was like well that's not going to happen right so i'll leave that running i'll play the xbox one instead oh your xbox one needs an update ah. oh, for goodness sake all right so i got that running too i was like i'll play the xbox 360 because i wanted to play some call of duty 2 which I did play a bit of that. I haven't got that on my list. Um, but that needed an update. It's like, Jesus Christ, is it anything that doesn't need an update, right? I didn't dare turn on... Didn't dare turn on... I didn't turn... Put the PS3 on. That would... No way. No. Oh, God, no. You would not... You'd, you'd still be updating that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I played some Call of Duty 2. That was good. Uh, um, uh, that was quite amazing, actually, playing Call of Duty 2. It's just how how... Even how many iterations of Call of Duty we've been through, and yet you go back to something like Call of Duty 2, and it's just like picking up the controller to play any of the Call of Duties. They had everything nailed, right, going back then. Is this COD 2 or Modern Warfare 2? COD 2. Yeah, the that's, the, World that's, War the, II best, two. that's yeah. the best World War 2. Yeah. I think World War 2 shooter. Yeah, it's right. really good. It's really good. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping to play some more of that. Um, and uh, yeah so anyway I finally got Wolfenstein the Old Blood uh, fired up a couple of days ago that's great yeah it's wonderful isn't it yeah it is yeah. Um, I'm, I've been sort of, I played it on uh, Monday night I got through the first chapter I played it last night I got through the second chapter and, and part way into the third uh, and I'm sitting there now and I finished up last night Oh, actually, I found one of the secrets. I don't know if you, if you guys... You've both played this, haven't you? Oh, God, mm-hmm. I found all kinds of secrets in there. Yeah, there's game. all sorts of secret rooms and stuff. Yeah, and you found the beds, right, where you go into the old game. Yeah. No, uh, oh, well, no, that's that's in the original game. Yeah, they got them in New Blood, too. Uh, oh, do they? Blood. I've, I've, oh, I've not seen that. a bunch that. in Old Blood. In fact, they kind of went crazy in Old Blood. They got a whole bunch of them everywhere, and it, the beds are right next to them. And now, when you go to sleep in a bed, it has a digitized picture of your regular face and on the screen, and it kind of blends and turns into the pixelated version of the old Blaskovich, and then you start playing. It's got a really nice kind of little splash screen. So yeah. we're talking about the beds with the, uh, like when you're going through the castle and that there's those two rooms with each with a bed and a latrine in them? Yes. Those beds? Okay. Yeah, well, uh, no, they're, no, they're more secret areas. You'd have to sort of go out of well, your way to find them. 
I think the first one that I came across, I'm not sure if it's the first one in the game, but the first one I came across was in a was in a prison cell and there was like a torn poster of Wolfenstein on the floor and it was the bottom bunk in the cell. Hmm. And it's like weird shit like that. Yeah. I found a What's Doom really... uh, demon. Yeah, I found plushie. him. Oh, you did? Um, yeah. Where? I want to see that. He's in uh He's in Jaeger's, one of the bedrooms. He's in Jaeger's room. Oh, is he? Well, yeah, we okay. assume it's Jaeger's room because it's got a picture of Jaeger, but who knows? It could just be some oh, admirer. Shit. I know that room. I just didn't see a, a demon in there. Oh, you'd be hard fuck. pushed to not know. It's right by it. the toilet. Yeah, um, fuck. yeah and those um, anyway, the secret levels, the Doom secret level, uh, sorry, the Wolfenstein secret levels are really cool because it's sort of high deft old levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. modern hands and guns. Yeah. So it's like the same engine, just. Those flat textures. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really torn. Like, I want machine games to go do other things, but then it's like, no, no, just, just stick with this. Keep doing this. Just keep I don't doing know. This. I mean, no, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I'm, you know, go. I, I'm playing it, and it's like, you know what? Maybe I'm playing a little bit too soon after playing the first one. I'm like, I, I'm enjoying it. I like, did that you know, though too. Like as soon as I got finished with the new order, I went right onto the old blood. Well, it's away. a different. It's a di- certainly a different type of game. Like old blood, or I'm sorry, new order. They wanted to tell a story, and they wanted you to kind of be like almost a think piece kind. Of. Yeah. But like Wolfenstein, old blood is very much Wolfenstein. Like you're gonna want to do a room and kill five or six Nazis, and then pick up yeah. thirty things of armor and some gold, and then go to the next room and, and rinse repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which actually is very similar to the old Wolfenstein you play in the, uh, in the levels. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Levels, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's very good. Great value for money. The, uh, yeah. the level design and just the, the level of fidelity in that game is just amazing. It's like a $20 game. It's insanely amazingly well done. Yes. Yeah, well, they were going to... Those were two expansion packs. There's two parts to the, to the old blood. It's, I can't remember what they are, but one is in the town and then one is in the castle. And they were going to be two expansion packs for New Order, but then they just decided to sell them as a standalone thing. And I guess it's, I guess it's like six or so hours of content. I'm right at the end of chapter three, I think. So uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how many you... hours in I'm. I just, I, I did the interrogation. I just survived the interrogation. Yeah, is see, that I'm... an electric chair? Yes. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm just starting chapter three, and I'm already like a good two and a half hours in. So yeah. You know, that's good. It's great. Um, we'll crack on with that. Uh, and then also, just as a mention, I have been playing some more Clash of, Clan- Clash of Clans as usual. But the big news is I gave up my leadership today. I don't so, know. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Well, I'm the leader of the clan, right? So I have all the hiring and firing powers, you know, promoting and demoting and have basically run the clan for eight months. But I just... Lost my mojo with it, I think, a bit while I was away on holiday and just decided to hand over. So Jade has taken over as leader of, of the clan. I'm still in there, but um, it's just nice <sighs> just nice to hand that over. All right. So there you go. Cool. Uh, Fish. Yes. What you been playing? I'm staring at your games. I want to hear about them. All right. Have, uh, I, have, I, have I complained about early access to you guys before? Constantly. That's all you talk about. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here, here he goes again. Here, here we go again with that fucking early up. access. Uh, no, I, I like the idea of early access, uh, Steam early access. Um, I like that you get to fund the game as the people are developing it, and it gives them like you know 
reason to continue to develop it. The problem is, is that I want to play it as soon as I buy it. And and most of the time when you play an early access game, it, there's not much of a game there. And and that's that's true, I would say, 90% of the time. There, mm. there are exceptions to that. Um, for instance, Betrayer is a game that I bought on early access, was super excited about because it's done by, it was done by old monolith devs. So like the old No One Lives Forever, that crew. Oh, right. And, but when I played it originally, it was not a game. Like it was, there wasn't very much there. There wasn't, it was just, and, and it kind of soured me on the entire game. So I, I try to be careful with early access stuff, and uh, one of the games that I had to buy on early access way back, well, not way back when, but I would say probably six, eight months ago was Broforce. Ah. Um, and for those of you who aren't familiar with Broforce, it is a a Contra-like? Maybe maybe that's a good, it's like, it's a mixture yes. between like Contra and, and Metal Slug, where it's a 2D platforming shooter side-scroller. pixelated retro. Yeah, oh right? yeah, and very, very pixel art and stuff like that. Um. And the premise is you well, I guess I should say the the levels the levels are all completely destructible. You have all sorts of different guns and stuff like that, and and you know the 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 level ends when you it's very it's very pro it's very America yeah yeah in like a uh, sarcastic way. So the level ends when you kill Satan and then jump onto the helicopter and everything explodes. That's how Excellent. every level ends. Excellent. <laughs> when you are killing Satan every time, <laughs> right? You kill Satan every time, uh, but. <laughs> But the hook, the hook for Broforce Brilliant. is, you know, like in Contra and in Metal Slug, you pick up weapons and it's like, you know, a spread gun or a laser gun. In this, you pick up bros. Like, you rescue <laughs> bros um, from captivity and then you become that bro. And the bros aren't just like, it's not just like, like they're not like, they're based on famous things. So you've got Rambro and Bromando. <laughs> And Bro Dread, and oh, Robocop. God. Oh God! Uh, and, and like just on and on, Brochetti, Bronan the Brobarian, <laughs> and they all have they all have unique, um, they all have unique weapons and unique moves, and that those are your lives. So like you start the level out with one life, and you are a random character. You right. go and rescue your first character, and you become that character. And again, that's random. And then you have a second life. And that's how you get lives as you go through the the levels. And the more guys that you rescue, then the more you unlock. And there's something like, I don't know how many people, this is like 25, 30 bros right now in the game. Ellen Rip bro. Like there's just, there's so many, and and, and that's that's what's fun about it, is you're constantly unlocking these these bros. And when I first played it, there there was a small assortment of bros and um, not much else. There was an arcade mode that had like, I don't know, 15, 20 levels or something like that, and that was it. But they just announced, um, uh, or they just released a new bro, the Broditor, uh, the Predator. <laughs> right. Um, and so I was like, oh shit, I should install that again. And the amount of stuff in that game now is incredible. It's got online co-op, it has a campaign mode, it has a versus mode. Like, like the the menu system now is so long that like it's it's almost funny like scrolling through it. Because when I first bought it, it was arcade mode options exit, and now it's like campaign, and then you have to choose whether you want to play online or offline. Arcade versus uh, there was another thing too, where like you have to do the most damage and stuff like that. And so, I man, I it's still an early access, and I don't know what else they're going to continue to add to this game. But like at this point, I have no no issue in recommending it wholeheartedly. This game is a lot of fun, 
And uh, if you like, you know, Contra Metal Slug type games, there's no. Re- I think it's like twenty. I think it's twenty dollars. And I think that it's not even that. Uh, it's less than that. It's fifteen bucks. Is it? Yeah, it's a stupid price, and it's just so much fun. And the production value, yes, we've talked about how dumb pixel art it can be, but like the production value of the pixel art is so incredibly high that like it feels it doesn't feel cheap like some pixel art does, and it just it controls really tight. I it's just it is a, it is a bundle of fun, and I just I, and I just love unlocking bros. Excellent. Who have I unlocked? I think I just unlocked Brochetti. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Can you read us a list of everyone you've unlocked? Uh, Ram, ready? I do. Uh, Rambro, Bromando, BA Bro, Bro Rockus, <laughs> Brodal Walker, which is Walker, Quiet. Texas. What do you say? Oh, cool story. <laughs> uh, Brohard, bro. McBrover, Braid, Bro Dread, Bro in Black, Snape, Snake Broskin, Brominator, Brobocop, Indiana Brones. Whoa. Ash Brolins, the and Mr. Anderbro, which is Neo, um, <laughs> the Boondock Bros, and Brochetti. That's who I've unlocked. Nice. Yeah. All right. I don't. I, and I don't know. Like, like how they? They're certainly not licensing these characters, right? No. Like, is that? There's enough. Is that enough parody to be like? This is this is Braid, not Blade Marvel. <laughs> it's fine. This I don't is know. Not I mean- your character. This is obviously not Wesley Snipes. I, I think out of anything, like if if they were gonna get sued, it would be because of the way the characters actually look. Because yeah. in a lot of cases, I mean, you can't mistake Robocop, right? R- Just right. As an example, or Brambro, or whatever his name is. He's right. Got a big red red bandana on, uh, you know, shirtless. Ugh. Or Bro Dread. Like, there's no one that's gonna be like, oh, that's certainly not Judge Dread. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> so the, uh, oh well, no! What? No, go ahead. I was going to say I want to hear about PT, but if you're not finished with Brofos, no, I am done. I want to talk about PT because um, have you played PT? Of course. Okay. Uh, I had not played PT. I had read about PT, and horror games are my favorite type of games. Silent Hill Two. Right. And people had said, you know, PT's great, and so I. I, my buddy had had my buddy's had PT forever, and so I was kind of like, I'm gonna come over to your house and just play PT. So, so be ready, right? And um, guys, I think that game's a fucking masterpiece. Like, I really, <laughs> I really think that game may be the best survival horror game ever made. And isn't it and, amazingly well done? Uh, it's it's just. Like, we talk about great survival horror games, we talk about Resident Evil 4, we talk about Silent Hill 2, like, but those games, like, we, as a, as a game, and as a full package, they're pretty good, but when you're playing through them, there's a lot of bullshit to wade through. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves, there's a lot of shit in those games that we kind mm-hmm. of push to the side because we are more concerned with the meta-narrative of how good that game is. Right. Um, and... And PT just shaves all that shit off. Like, it is this, it is, it is this perfect fucking survival horror game that has no nonsense, no bullshit, is just there, and has all, like, the trappings of a good horror game. You're in this, you're in a situation you don't understand. There is an ever-present danger, and you have to solve somewhat vague puzzles all, all while, like, they're, you're under constant threat of jump scares and other shit like that. And not just, like, jump scares like, yo, ooh, ghost. Like, legitimately <laughs> scary shit happens yeah. in that game. 
the first time, like after you you realize, oh shit, I'm just going down the same corridor time and time again. The first time that something's different, like when you walk through and you turn the corner and that figure stood there. Yes. There's so me. many. There's so <laughs> many. There's so many great like so many great moments in that game and. And, like, okay, so for those of you who don't know, like, the basic premise of PT is you wake up in a room, you open a door, there's a hallway. And you walk through the hallway, you go through the door at the end of the hallway, you're back in the hallway again. And it's just this repeating it over, over and over. And as you walk and as you solve the puzzles in the hallway, shit starts to get darker. To the point where, yeah. like, eventually you're walking through this blood-stained, red-lit hallway with a fucking refrigerator with a child inside of it screaming as it waves back and forth over your head and drips blood everywhere like it degrades to such like horrible yeah. fucking stuff that and and there's little touches too like you can stop at one point in the hallway and there's this flickering shadow behind you yeah you see every on the single wall. time you walk down that car yeah at least while the light's normal you see that flickering and is that is that thing. you is that you or is exactly. that like there's just so much stuff in that game that is left unanswered and and for as much as and we'll talk about the PT stuff later for as much as I'm upset about that I'm almost I'm almost kind of glad they canceled Silent Hills because there's just there's no way that that game lives up to that tra- to that teaser there's just no way that tr- that that PT is such a perfect encapsulation of what the survival horror genre is that like anything that you tr- when you, the minute you start pulling it apart, it's like taffy. It just gets thinner and thinner and thinner until it breaks. Hang on, because G G four T E in the forums here is saying that if even if you have it on your PS four, which I do, they are unauthorizing it. Uh, that's that the we're, they're not sure if it's if it's if it's the license is expired because or the, there's a thing that says license expires in, but a lot of people are saying that's when your P- PlayStation Plus expires, not when the games expire. I mean, I don't know. Mm. Listen, I wouldn't put it past Konami to fucking run into your house and delete it. Like those <laughs> motherfuckers, it, those wanna, motherfuckers want to get rid of this there. game. Yeah, exactly. These motherfuckers want to get rid of that game so badly that, like, who knows what they would try and do? Right. And I and I'm legitimately upset that I don't have a PS4 with that game on it because that is and and and, and I realize that you know ten years from now there will be a way that I can play PT again well, one way or another. I mean, shit, I got it on my hard drive. I'm sure right. there's going to be a way to oh, yeah. it off there at some point. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And there'll be an yeah. emulator. Okay, so like explain to me then, because I'm just a little bit lost here. I mean, I hear you gushing over this. and It's great. And it sounds fantastic. I mean, how much content is there? This is a teaser, right? Right. It well, is. So here's the thing. When they released PT at E3, they didn't say what it was for. They were like, we've got this teaser game. It's called PT. Check it out. Literally stands for playable teaser. Um, and... So the content kind of depends on whether or not you know what to do. Hmm. And I, okay, so it's like this. All right, so as Fish said, you wake up in a room, and it's a gray room, and it's nasty. It's as, it's as though you've been, like, you've just passed out in a gray square room, and there's nothing going on in that room except there's a door at the end. So you and walk it's first the person. Door. It is it's completely all, first person. Yes, and it, they do a very good job of that. Like, you see your hands push yourself up off the floor, that kind of stuff. And then you walk through the door. There's no loading or anything. You just you open the door, and it opens into a very nice kind of corridor in a, in a home. And it's like, you know, nice wood panel floor, 
cream-colored walls and paintings that are kind of vague-looking um, all around the walls and, like, you know, sconces, shining light and things. And it's 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 like a, an evening. You, see, you can see there's nighttime out there in the window and there might be, like, some branches brushing against the window. Uh, but it's dark out and... Along the walls, you'll see that it's like there's a, it's a scene. It's like a scene that you're kind of walking through, um, almost like a tour. So, like you're walking down the corridor, you're under your own steam. It's not on rails, but you're just kind of walking yourself um, as fast or as slow as you want. And then you know, over on one side, there's a series of like little kind of marks on the wall. There might be some bottles on the floor, like some broken beer bottles or whatever on the floor. Uh, and then there's a there's an alarm clock, and it's just constantly flashing eleven fifty nine. And as you walk past that in the other corner there's like a little table and it's got a bunch of crap on it and photographs and of the family of the people that live there and um <clears throat> so you know and there's things like that and and so you walk through and then there's a right it's like a, it turns to the right it's a right, right. angle turn and then down that corridor is the foyer so it's like the front door the the kind of coat hangers and stuff there's a little kind of phone uh, tele uh, radio table like it's got a radio on there like a like a just a regular radio just playing the news um and like i'm gonna walk i'm gonna you're going into some fantastic description there yeah um, but the I'm thing is, I, you keep going. You go past that, you open the door, go downstairs, open door, and you're right back opening the door again at the beginning of the level. And you just keep doing that yeah. over it's and over loop. again. But it's just a just, loop. It's a loop. And the thing is, every time you go through that loop, something's a little bit different. And it, sometimes it's a big difference. Sometimes it's a small difference. Sometimes the, the, the guy on the radio is talking about something completely different. Sometimes uh, the lighting's different. And one time, after three or four loops, there's a fucking figure stood in the middle of the, uh, of the foyer. Yeah. But it's a jacked up looking, fucked up figure. Yeah, um, I think. I mean, I'm, I've, my only option is to go watch it a walkthrough, and I'll do that's that. That's probably the best thing you could. You know, probably so yeah, if you don't yeah. think you're ever going to play it, definitely. Yeah, it's, probably it's, not. It is, and but and I'm, well, and they released it. Like I said, they released it. Didn't say what it was for. No one figured out it was for Silent Hills until two days later, because the 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 game ends. Like you can go through all these steps, and the game will end. And it'll just like it's this it like the thing degrades and just says I'll call later and that's it and then it starts over from the beginning to actually see the Silent Hill teaser at the end. Um, you have to do this ridiculous thing where after a certain time on the clock you have to listen for babies to cry and after the second cry like you can't move and then like you have to like breathe into a microphone that's hooked up to your PS4 and yeah. then the phone will ring. It's and that's how you get iteration. to real ending. Yeah. So, like, you, like first time you'll go through, the radio will be saying this thing. You'll look at a photograph, and there'll be a big cross through the wife. But the thing is, it's a blue cross. And if you hit the blue X button on your controller, it'll right. kind of burn a cigarette hole through her eye. It'll just kind of, her eye will just kind of disappear. You're like, oh, that was interesting. And so, and yeah, different things like that. And then, you know, the radio guy will say, uh, don't look behind you, <laughs> shit like right. that. And you know, if you do or you don't, depending on what which loop you're on and whether you've done a certain thing be- before that, if you turn around, there might be something there or there might not be. And you know, every time you go around the loop, there'll be some writing on the wall. Yeah. Maybe and like a new letter will be added to this sentence scrawled on the wall. Sometimes it'll go backwards, and you're like, did I just fuck something up? Do I need to go and not look at something this time around? It's all iteration to try and get to this the end. But they're always throwing freaky shit at you all the time. 
as you're doing it every loop and there's something new almost every time and then at one point it just turns into a repeat of the right angled corridor over and over and over and over again where you don't even get to the front door it's it's just fucking weird but it's really concentrated uh uh, malevolence. It's just really, really well done. And they balance that that whole, you know, the whole, um, it's always like a tightrope kind of thing, like, uh, as far as, like, shock horror goes, or, like, you know, closet monsters, that kind of thing. It's like, the tension is always just right. Are they going to do, are they going to throw something at me, or are they not going to throw something at me? And they get that balance just right. You're always on edge. You're never sure if this is the time they're going to throw something at you, or if it's just a door's going to open and there's going to be nothing there. They just do it so well. It's masterful. It's fucking it's, terrifying, but it's, masterful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably the best survival horror game, I think. And, it, and it's like, realistically, if you know what you're doing, it's 15 minutes long. But you will probably spend hours figuring out what you're supposed to do. And then longer if you actually want to see the Silent Hills um, teaser. <sighs> it's just it's depressing. In the forum is saying they have a legitimate concern now for the quality of Metal Gear Solid Five based on the crap that Konami have pulled. Yeah, but I don't think it's that, all, that the game's done. Well, I listen, Kojima, Kojima still cares about his name. I don't think he's going to let that out without any... No, I mean, he's still contractually obligated to get that game out of the well, door before he yeah. technically leaves. Make he's no mistake, gonna... Konami yeah. is not interested in making video games anymore. No. But that will still be a good video game. Yeah. It will. It will. I don't know. I, 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 I've been thinking about PT a lot. Because, like I said, that's my favorite genre. That's my favorite type of game. And, and I really think that there isn't, there isn't a better... A better survival horror experience and it's something that you can like give to someone and say you don't need to sit here in silent hill 2 for four hours before the game hooks you and and you figure out or and you start to get like really like entrenched in it like it gets you right away and and worst case scenario you're done with it in 20 minutes right exactly well maybe there's a future there for smaller games yeah, no, I yeah. See, that's High the thing. High production, like, smaller games, and yeah. the production is ridiculous because it uses the Fox engine. It uses Kojima's oh, yeah. Fox and, engine, so it looks fantastic. Like I would, I would pay five bucks for that game. I, I would have no issue paying five dollars for that game yeah, if I could I have would. it. No issue with it. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. It's such it, yes, that, the lights are shining off the like wood floor and stuff. It's just, mm-hmm. it's almost photorealistic. It's just amazing. Yeah, which um, makes it even more terrifying. <laughs> yes, it does, unfortunately. Um, all right. Oh, yeah, and Daryl off Walking Dead's in it somehow. Um, Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. All right, so um, I've been playing Wolfenstein, the Old Blood, um, and I'm quite a way into that now. Uh, and, yeah, as we've already discussed, it's a fucking great game. Um, it is. Not really much else to talk about there. I'm just a really big fan of games that are focused, really strongly focused in in a location where they explore a location to to its maximum. Like, real. That's why I prefer Arkham Asylum over Arkham City because mm-hmm. Arkham Asylum is just a fantastic kind of labyrinthine. Uh, facility that's just full of old and new tech weird shit secrets and trapdoors and all kinds of cool nooks and crannies and the way they guide you through that game is just masterful so 
and the fact that you keep repeating those like hubs you keep going back and like seeing the same locations from different areas i love that kind of design and wolfenstein the old blood is very much along those same lines it's never really a case of you 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 don't really revisit the same places much you do it a little bit um it loops you around on some points, doesn't it? It, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and not quite to the extent I was talking about with hub levels and things like that and seeing things from different locations. Um, but the sense of place uh, that you have in Wolfenstein Old Blood is strong. It's really strong. Um, it's literally like, here's a crazy fucking ancient castle. King Otto of Germany or whatever dug into the earth and there's catacombs, weird fucking evil spirits and Wiccan magic and dark weird uh, archaeological findings and discoveries and weird parchments and diaries and all kinds of cool weird just pulp pulp shit Um, and the castle itself is just gorgeous, so gorgeous um uh, the way they light it and just everything is just so beautiful. Um, and of course, you're just slaying zombies like there's no tomorrow. Sorry, uh, Nazis like there's no tomorrow. Um, and just that that pipe. The it's pipe. the best weapon. It's the best weapon in the game. Frankly. It's the best weapon in any game. It's better than the crowbar of Half Life. Yeah, oh, it's thing, great. <laughs> this thing, it does everything. It's like it's what you start the game with, pretty much, because it breaks off in your hands, and you can turn it into like practically nunchucks or something. You can also climb up walls with it. Uh, you can turn it into the old hammer and chisel into someone's neck and kill them that way with a stealth kill. Um, and he can even like pull open, like he'll like use it as a crowbar to pry open doorways. He'll use it as a periscope kind of thing to kind of latch onto, you know, ceiling uh, railings and pull down, uh, like you know, little uh, ceiling tiles and shit. Um, that's like the best tool in any game ever, um, and that was really like well, well, well done. Um, but I mean, yeah, the Wolfenstein Old Blood has a really, really, really strong sense of place, and they really do a good job of kind of exploring, uh, letting you explore this just amazing set piece. Just, just an amazing set piece. Um, I mean, including the cable cars outside of Wolfenstein, the village there, the river that runs underneath it. Just beautiful. They really do a good job, man. Machine games. I've I've been blown away by their level design in the you know in the new new order and the old blood. I just think that these guys can't do anything wrong at this point. They just need to make more shit. I want more stuff from them. It doesn't even have to be Wolfenstein necessarily. I think they could kill it if they turn this into a really good franchise and just keep going with it. But anything that they turn their hand to right now, I'm confident that they'll kill it. I really do. Really am. I I honestly think that the, a sequel to the new order. Uh, would be absolutely fantastic. Given the way, I don't want to spoil the ending to the new mm. order, but given the way the new order ends and the yeah. implications of that ending, like right. the sequel could be really fucking good. It could be actually, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of characters that they could leverage the second time around, right? Um, yeah, and then the way the world would end, the, the kind of the situation, I guess, right. would be pretty good. Uh, what I not what, dissimilar to the way they're going to do Star Wars Seven, actually, with right. uh, the Empire kind of reforming. Uh, you know, modifying their vision and that kind of thing. Um, so it's interesting because they all worked on Butcher Bay, which we were talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. They are, they are the the echoes guys. are strong. <laughs> yeah. No, I would say more so in, in Old Blood Old than Blood, even yeah. in New Order that the, the, the Butcher Bay echoes are very strong in that game. Well, it's the same kind of thing. It's like you are the stealthy guy in the shadows. You're the one infiltrating their place. You're the one... 
it's like the one against a thousand in on their turf. It's the same kind of scenario. I mean, yeah, there's no stealth element there the same way as... I mean, there's creepy, creepy, and then smack them in the back of the head stealth, but, I mean, it's not like Butcher Bay stealth. It's not right. like, you know, goggles on, I'm, I'm Master of the Darkness kind of stuff, like Butcher Bay was. But um, it's the same vibe. It's a really, really good vibe they have with that. Like, you do end up stalking your prey. They do... They do a lot of um, big environments, like big set-piece open areas that have an awful lot of different ways to attack uh, from. So you can, like, they'll have high points where you can survey where the enemy are. And, you know, they always do that thing where they show all the commanders that have, like, they, they broadcast a signal. And you have to take them out, otherwise they'll keep calling in reinforcements. So that kind of gives you, like, a little kind of medium-term goal kind of thing um, per room. So you can usually, like, find a high point, assess the situation, go lower and start creeping around in vents and, like, side passages and secret areas to come out and surprise them in different ways. So it's got all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, so, yeah, that that continues. I've made my way out of Wolfenstein now, and now I'm kind of... I don't know where the story's going to take me next, but I'm not finished yet, so I guess there's more there. Um, and the other thing I've been playing is more space. Been space! More Elite. Space! Been playing more Elite... Um, I've decided uh, what I was doing originally was I was kind of kicking it around this place uh, LTT three five seven two system, uh, you know it, the old the old LTT three five seven two, which is a system just outside of the Sol system. I was going to start doing a lot of reputation based missions for the Federation to getting comfortable with them in order to get my Sol permit so I could go and fly around our solar system. That's not been panning out for me really. There's not that many jobs that come through where you gain reputation over money and it would take an awful long time so i've decided okay fuck it I'm, i got about two and a half grand in the bank and i figured okay what i'm gonna do now is i'm just gonna go exploring i was gonna save up for an asp because that's a really good exploration vehicle but i figured i'm okay in my cobra i'll just repurpose my cobra and i'm gonna go start exploring which is basically just kitting myself out dropping a few um you know, heavy weapons and stuff, replacing them with scanners and sensors and stuff, and just basically just pointing in a direction and just keep flying and just charting all of these stars. And I'm making my way to a nebula, which looks gorgeous. Once I get there, it's going to look amazing. But it's one of those things where, I mean, Galaxy is a big place, so it's going to take me a while to get there, several days probably of jumping um, to get there. Um, but when I do, it's... It should be cool. It's one of those things. It's a game where you just set your own goals and go for it. So I've set my own goal, and I'm going to go for it and see what happens. Um, and that's pretty much it for what I've been playing, really. I can't think of anything else. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's all I've been playing. My wife, surprisingly, has started playing... Um, uh, what is it called? Uh, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing New Leaf. Uh, I'm dying to buy that. Um, I was never I was never big on Animal Crossing. I got to be honest. Um, um, see, at Christmas, I don't know if you all recall, but um, just after you, Fraser, got a refurbished 2DS from Nintendo, 
And I was like, well, I've been thinking about getting a, a, a 3DS or a 2DS for my daughter. She's seven. And she was six at the time. And I really wanted to, to get A, get off my laptop, and B, get off my wife's iPad. So this seemed like a really good, a really good kind of way to do that. So we got her this 2DS. We got her New Leaf. We got her uh, um, Kirby Triple Deluxe. And, um, and she went, that's cool. Threw it down and didn't touch it again. So we mm-hmm. kind of bummed. But... This weekend, for some reason, just after you guys visited, we went to uh, my mother-in-law's for Mother's Day. And when we got back, out of nowhere, she just picked it up and started playing uh, New Leaf. You've fixed it, Fraser. You've done it! Somehow. Right. Somehow. Um, yeah. it's. A, I don't know if like you kind of nudged the fabric of time and space. But anyway, she's, she's on track now. Um, but not only that, but she, of course, came to my wife for help, and my wife doesn't play video games. But she was helping Maisie play New Leaf, and before you knew it, she had it in her hands, and Maisie was sat yes. there watching, and then she was like, I really think I need to play this game more. And so she went out yesterday and bought a 3DS XL. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Along with her own copy of New Leaf. And tonight she's been basically like creating Nintendo accounts and Mii's and all that stuff so that they can go and visit each other's towns. So, uh, yeah. yeah. See, my wife and I both played Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing on the DS together. Right. Yeah, and we loved it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it at some point. I, was, I could never get into Animal Crossing. There is actually, there's an Animal Crossing-like called Fantasy Story, I think it's called. Um, and it's basically the exact same thing. Like, you shake your, your trees to drop apples, sell them for... Might not be bells, but whatever. Um, but it's the same kind of thing, except you pick a class. Like a, an RPG-style class. And when you're roaming around in the wilderness trying to find, you know, digging up things and going fishing like you would normally in Animal Crossing, you also end up, like, smacking bad guys and monsters and leveling up and getting potions and using magic and stuff like an RPG. So it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's a really cool mix of Animal Crossing and RPGs stuck together in that cute kind of Japan style, Japan style, um... So I'm kind of thinking I might check that out. I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. What was but it I called again? Say this. Uh, it's, I think it's called. Uh, I think it's called Fantasy Story. Um, I'll have to look into it. Um, but it is 3DS and it's relatively new, I guess, as of last last year, maybe. Um, yeah, but I tell you what, that 3DS XL. That's a nice. That's a nice piece of kit. The XL specifically, like my son has the original 3DS, and frankly, that screen's too small. And and you get palsied kind of holding the controller. My daughter has the 2DS, which is basically just a slab of cheese. Um, I've had I've enjoyed using the 2DS. It's very comfortable I mean, to hold. It is. It's actually a lot easier to hold than the original 3DS. But that that 3DS XL, that screen is just right. The size of yep. the screen is just right. Um, so I don't know. I'll, I'll keep my eye on it. Just, there's never really been that much of a library for me to be inspired by. So I don't know. But we'll see. We'll if you like the the 3ds XL, the new 3ds, oh my god, it's such an that is a nice piece of kit. Oh, I, I guess the, G4TE was uh, Hero and Legend Greg DeLacy. It would appear so. Yes, I didn't realize is, it was it Greg DeLacy. <laughs> he is still 100 percent on the quiz. See ya, Greg. He's going. <laughs> there you go. 
Cool. All right. Okay. All so right. Let's forge ahead. Indeed. Onward. Uh, let's go. So, uh... News. 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 This is a great piece of news. The original news. Dun, 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 dun. I had some news. Bad news. Breaking new ground. I got a few news pieces. Press the left trigger to see the most amazing thing in the world. <laughs> this just in. Yes. News. News. What is the news? <laughs> um, news from Japan. News. Japan. Japan. News. News. What is the news? All right. What is the news? Uh, so, um, press the left so, trigger to see the <laughs> most amazing thing in the world. News. News. What is the news? News from Japan. Go. Japan. Um, we, don't need, we don't need a bumper anymore. We just did it. <laughs> Do it live. So we talked about it two weeks ago. They pulled PT from the store. And, what? Yep. Then whatever. It was gone. Whatever. You could still download it if you owned it. Right. Not anymore. They have made it so you can't even re-download the game. They claim it's because uh, they no longer have the a contract with Norman Reedus. So, oh yeah, and blame since him. his and since his like likeness is in the game, you know they can't they can't sell it. And um, <laughs> it's convenient. I, isn't it? It's it, it, who knows. Listen, uh, the moral of this story: uh, Konami doesn't want to make video games anymore and doesn't care whether or not you're upset by that. Unbelievable Konami, man. Unbelievable. So if you have PT on your PS4, do not delete it. You cannot re-download it. Sell your PS4 on an eBay for no, slightly you... above uh, cost of the console. Apparently, eBay have been taking those down. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Do they mm-hmm. do that? They do do that. I was surprised, too. I was like, really? Uh, is Konami strong-arming them that much? No. But no, it's a true story. True. Straight and, up, Gav. And, and they, they, they also <laughs> pulled down they pulled down a video that was kind of exposing the Kojima stuff, claiming copyright and NDA bre- breaches. So Ooh, so things in Konami Land looking real good for oh, everyone. Yeah, yeah real Konami. good. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, Koji Ish. I'm gonna mess up this name, and I'm gonna everyone is gonna hate me for it. Koji Ko- Igush- Igarashi. Igarashi. Yeah, uh, he made Igarashi San. That's all you need to know. Uh, he is. He has put his new game on Kickstarter. It is called Bloodstained, and it is uh, a Castlevania game. Who, who would have thought? He's uh, teamed with the Mighty Number no. Nine devs, who, uh, if you remember correctly, are the guys that uh, they're the, the Mighty Number no. Nine is the Mega Man spiritual successor. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. So it's those devs, and um, they put it up on Kickstarter. He said, "This is not going to fund the game as much as it's going to prove to the people that I um, that I've secured funding from that there is demand for this game." So they only put it up for five hundred thousand, and I think it's at one point five million now. Of course, it is. Everyone wants Castlevania. Konami uh, fucking sucks. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Again, Konami fucking sucks, and and so yeah, we're gonna get another Castlevania game. They don't have. I mean, there's. There's some stupid stuff with the Kickstarter where, like, you can come up with concept or you can post fan art to unlock more stretch goals, but like fan art based on their art that doesn't like. There's no screenshots of the game. They have concept art up on the did, site. Yeah, uh, did you back it? Uh, I'm going to. I haven't backed it yet, but I will. Because I, I want. I love Castlevania, man. What does it say about the industry as a whole, or who and whoever holds the purse strings when? It seems like developing development houses have to go to Kickstarter and go straight to funding by the people that want the game in order to fund the games that they want to make and clearly that people want to buy. Yeah. Like they have to come out of that system. Have, did you watch? Have the, to do that? No, 
But did you watch the? But I think it's an interesting option that's open to them, which has been abused by people. Yes, I wouldn't. I won't argue with that. Did you watch the the Broken Age documentary? What did you watch the Broken Age documentary? There's mm-hmm. a they they put the whole docu like the documentary was just for backers when they were developing yeah it was, now the whole was, thing's yeah. up on YouTube now I, I to mean watch it's that. long don't get me wrong it's like probably I think it's like fifteen or sixteen hours long because there's twenty episodes that are about an hour each right um, <laughs> but it's it's really interesting because they they don't they don't pull any punches and they kind of just talk about like you know this was a game that that they were sure people wanted but like you can't. No developer, no publisher is gonna gonna back it because they can't sell it the way they want to sell it. You know, right? Especially nowadays, man. Game development is not is like not cheap. You were talking about Metal Gear Solid Five probably going to cost Konami sixty million dollars, right? You know, like that's and that's ridiculous. Um, and so you know, it, they, your break even point on that is ten million copies sold, <laughs> like. Or not ten million, but the the you know like six million. Yeah. You have to whatever you have to sell a lot of copies of that game to break even. It's got to be um, one of the most successful games in the world to break even. <laughs> right, exactly. Like it's it's got a it's, it's a lot of money to break even. So um, yeah, they, they you know like it, it's one thing where if it's a niche type of thing, and, and let's be honest, adventure game or Metrovania, those are niche games that like unless you are uh, like the developer of Axiom Verge, one dude who's just developing it slowly over the course of two years, like, you know, you're not, you're not going to be able to shop that to a publisher, and they're not going to give you a great deal of money for it. So Kickstarter makes sense because you can, you can appeal to your audience immediately and get funded by them, and then any other sales you do after it's done is all profit. Right. Or as we like to call it in the business, gravy. It's all no. gravy. So <laughs> I, think that, I think it works... When it works, it's great. When it's Peter Monolu, it's not. <laughs> but when it well, works, it's, it's a great. little bit of gambling, isn't it? I mean, you're going yeah, oh, yeah, to sure. kickstart this $28. It's $28. It's now it's not in your, your pocket. And uh, you'll see what you get. I mean, right. you strike me as someone who's probably backed a few things. I think Steve's mm-hmm. backed a few things. I'm a bit of a, like a back pocket philanthropist, yes. Yeah, I but mean, I am I, very much the type of person that only backs known Quant, known entities like oh, i did no, not back the fall i did not back the fall and i love the fall i think the fall is great and i'm i know i bought it on steam when it came out but i did not back that game um speaking of i the the kind of cartoon series that i backed uh called the tales of Alethrion. uh they finally debuted their first episode that was 100 percent kickstarter funded um, I don't know if you remember me talking about it. It was a cartoon, like a mini 20-minute kind of cartoon thing um, by, I think they may have been Danish uh, animation house um, called Sun Creature Studios. Uh, they made this really cool 20-minute uh, animated piece that was like, it was basically like a sword and sorcery D&D-ish kind of thing, but it was it was called The Reward. And it was about two people that hated each other, like two small yokels that hated each other from this town that basically both had half of a map with a big X on it. So they, they decided to tape the map together and go and find what this X met, like led to along the way. And it was all about their adventure. And there was no, there was no voice. It was all just music, uh, emotion, and just, just really good production. Um, anyway, I, that was on... 
uh, what is it called? That it's not, it's not Daily Motion and it's not YouTube. It's the the Vimeo. Um, that was on Vimeo. Anyway, um, yeah, I I backed that project for them to do a full series, and the first episode came out, and you can actually watch that free on YouTube now. Um, I recommend you go and do that. It's called The Tales of Elethrion, and it's really, really cool. Watch the reward first, and then the episode, um, because they're supposed to be viewed in that order. Because uh, the way the, the first one ends is a close-up of a skeleton holding a treasure chest. And then the second uh, the episode that I'm talking about that got funded, that one is all about how the person that became the skeleton so it's it's really cool. Check it out. It's really worth it. It's good fun. Check it out. Check it out. The word. Also, what's next? I keep I keep flicking away from my notes. What's next? Oh, uh, we have uh, Oculus. I can't remember. Did we talk about the Oculus release date? No. Did we talk. Okay. Uh, quarter one, two thousand sixteen. Which I'm buying I feel, it. I feel like it's really close. I mean, yeah. I, listen. Everything that I have heard, anyone who is ta- who has played with the newest version, I can't remember what it's called. It's something beach. So but it's not DK2, it's the new one it's, after it's DK2? It's the new one, it's, yeah, it's the new one after DK2, has okay. said that they have solved most of the issues. That's so, Carmack, that's like Carmack magic. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the Carmack says, Carmack even admits that it's still not high resolution enough, but this one is 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 close enough to to shippable. I My worry, and, and the thing that it's, it's both interesting and troubling, because like, they were very open in saying, we're not going to ship this until we know what we're going to do with it. Right. You know, until we know that there's going to be games that are great for it and stuff like that. And they and I was hoping they were going to announce today, but they didn't. They're going to over the course of this in the next few weeks, they're going to start talking about what the launch is going to look like in terms of specs for the actual headset and games that they themselves have been working on as a and games that they've like been working with people on. Um, but yeah, I, October uh, uh, quarter one two thousand sixteen. Uh, I can't close, wait, man. It I is. know I can No, no, I can't either. Because like, because like with this done right, like, can you imagine playing PT in that fucking thing? Fuck oh that. God. I'm in. Oh I'm, no, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. One hundred percent. I'll tell you what. I won't play that. I ain't gonna fucking touch Alien Isolation in this thing, though. Good. No, thank you. <laughs> that thank will be you, pretty sir. horrific. Um, and that's all got I that's want... got Oculus support built in. Yeah. So does Elite Dangerous. That's all I want it for. I know. I, I just want to go to space, man. That might be the one. It is the one. That's the thing. That's the thing with all the VR solutions is there are always things that you strap on your head, and but they will never be able to get over like first person motion, right? Character motion. So what better way to use VR if you can't run around, uh, and for them to kind of figure that into their their design, than simulations where you sit in place. That's that's right. the only way that VR can really excel. Um, so that's all of your flight simulators, your car driving simulators, and your space flying simulators, pretty much. And of course, your Euro truck simulator. Well, right, of course. And your train simulator. Um, yeah, did you? I mean, I, I guess uh, for Elite though, like you're definitely gonna you definitely have to know all the fucking buttons on the keyboard. Like that's that is I my was concern. Thinking that. You won't be able to look at the your. You hands. won't be able to look right exactly. <laughs> Well, I, don't know I what mean, to do with my hands. The thing is, like, I'm so used to using the Hotas now 
that I do it without looking. Like, all of the buttons, I know exactly where they okay. are. My fingers reach them, and I know exactly what they're going to do. So I don't really need to look at my hands anymore. Okay. Uh, with the Hotas. But, I mean, the thing is, it's taken me a long time to get used to it. So, you know, there's going to be a period of time where you kind of have to kind of warm up to your controls and then, right. put, the, then put it on, unless you want to keep snapping it off your head every five minutes to see well, if you press the Well, and that's the, the other right thing, button. too. I wonder if they'll have a, a solution to make it so you can, like, pop it up quickly. Right, because you, know, you were like, saying that you can't just snap it off no, your head really quick. No, it is not. A, it is not, especially when you have glass. It is it glasses. It is not a. It's not a. It's a. It's a delicate process getting it in place and, and off your head. Right, um, but yeah, no, I, I'm definitely in for elite for sure. Like, just I fucking put on some headphones, drop some fucking orbital on the uh, on the old iTunes, and just fly around and fucking fuck space. that. Put on the in- old Interstellar soundtrack. Yeah, there it's you go. amazing how well that works. Oh, I'm sure it is. Sure it's great. Is. Um, great do we have a, an idea of how much this is going to set you two back when you go and buy it? I can't uh, imagine it being more than the dev kits. Oh, I can. The dev really? kits they were sell- the dev kits they were selling at a loss, really? so they could get them out there. Yep. So the dev I, kits are like four hundred dollars. My guess would be four hundred dollars. Oh, if it's four hundred, no one's going to buy it. Oh, I don't know. I, well, but uh, not enough people. Uh, well, right, but like. How many people do you need to buy it before it starts becoming a legitimate thing? You know, like Hotas makers do fine, and so and no, like I'm gonna spend no two hundred dollars on a fucking Cytec X nine fifty nine Pro or whatever the fuck it is. Those are one hundred and fifty dollars. Although, although I want to. Oh god! Make I no the, mistake. I want the Rhino. No, see make the Rhino. Make, uh, make no mistake. I want to build a fucking like a, a space a, room a turntable chair that moves <laughs> with the Hotas. Like make no. I want. I want I want basically back to the future ride in my basement. Yeah. For Elite. I want the cockpit of my Cobra MK3 fashioned that I can sit in right, and exactly. then strap in. That's what I want. Exactly. Did you see that thing on Reddit uh, the Void? It's like a theme park that's all VR. No. Check it out. Go on YouTube and look at the Void. Uh the Void theme park and it's All right. It seems like a flight of fancy. It's basically just imagine like a VR scenario where you're holding a plastic shape that is a gun, or you're holding a plastic shape that is a sword, uh, or you're holding a plastic shape that is a lantern. Um, and they have these like environments built um, that obviously are kind of textureless or featureless. They're just places you strap on this headset the vr headset and you are physically moving through the world they have their own tech their own rendering engines and um they have like environmental stuff that sprays you know air and steam and water and like they have like little thing like string hanging down to simulate webs that you push past and all of it's synchronized so that you're basically seeing something overlapped onto the top of the environment. So when you touch some a surface, you touch it in real life. Even though you're touching like a gray wall, presumably, in the game or in your headset, you're actually touching, you know, a textured wall of some type. Check it out. Um, it's like a... It's basically like what you would do in your house, <laughs> but they have the envir- the physical environment laid out and coordinating it with the visuals that you're going to see in the VR as well. That seemed like a flight of fancy to me until I realized that they're sending out invites to famous people on Twitter to come and check it out. Well, we're famous. Did you tell them that we have a podcast? I didn't Frazier, tell them that Frazier, get Is on that... this. You get all the codes. Yeah, you're the guy that does the you're thing the guy. and stuff. I'll talk to them. All right, thanks. Just be like, be like I'm from, from Canada. Please take pity. <laughs> Please. <laughs> they, uh, Send they already, aid. Uh, <laughs> Send aid urgently. 
Immediately. Send spoons and bread. <laughs> um, yeah, I know that they already invited Cliffy B up there. Because I saw his tweets and he was like, I can't believe they already fucking did this. And I didn't realize it was even happening. They have their own tech for the visuals. They have their own rendering engine and it all looks fucking amazing. Um, yeah, check it out. The Void. The Void. Okay. Cool. All right, that's the news, right? We're done? That's, that's it. the news. Charts! Cue the chart music. Boink. Are you guys not going to do the chart music live? We did the news <laughs> stuff live. That's uh, 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 not bad. Thanks. That's not bad, actually. All right. you're, you're a great beatboxer. <laughs> no, I'm awful. No, yeah, maybe not. Maybe I'm I spoke too soon. Definitely spoke too soon. <laughs> I think farting over there. Okay, the UK charts, let's go. go. At number 10, Destiny U. At number 9, Halo, the Master Chief Collection. At number 8, it's Minecraft, the Xbox edition. It shall not die, Fraser. At number 7, Battlefield Hardline. Mm. At number 6, Cod Aw. Cod Aw. At number 5, Dying Light. Still holding on there. At number 4. Fiber. At number 3, it's Mortal Kombat X. At number two, <laughs> G-Tav. Nice. And at number one, racing into our hearts, oh. it's Project Cars. In first gear. No, so, have you seen the stuff on Project Cars? Is it worth my time? I have watched... Uh, that's one of the things I did do while I was on holiday, actually. I, I listened to a lot of podcasts, um, and while I'm talking about it, I'll give a quick mention to uh, Bongo the Sane's appearance on Boss Wave, I particularly enjoyed. Um, the scene. Only overshadowed by Bongo the Saints taking over of the helm on the overseas connection and trashing his desk about two or three times during the podcast. <laughs> and the whole the thing being absolutely hilarious to listen to. It's wonderful. Brilliant. Uh, so that was good. Awesome. Um, but I did watch a lot of Twitch. I got quite, I'm getting quite into watching my Twitch now. It's great. There you go. It's yeah, good. I just sort of will pick a game and just want to see what it's all about. Hey, we're on Twitch. Uh, Twitch. It's where it's at. Uh, yeah, so I watched some Project Cars. I watched some Germans uh, racing some cars, and I watched some Americans racing some cars. The Formula One cars that I saw them racing were insanely fast. Okay. Well, I it take it that those cars are insanely fast. Uh, yeah, it was what, fast, fast racing. I was very, very impressed with uh, with what I saw. I, well, how does what, it look? It I looked, want photorealism. Yeah, it looked really good. Um... But again, you know what? I watched it, and I just thought, you know what? I just don't have time for a racer in my life. It's a car game, and I can't get over that. It's no. like a fighting game, and I really, th- apart from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and I, I was think- No, and I was thinking about this the other day. You know what? Back in the day, I played hundreds and hundreds of hours of Gran Turismo. Right. The number one. Gran Turismo 1. That came out, and I was like, I've been waiting for this all my life. Right. This is perfect. Played hundreds of hundreds of hours of it. The other Gran Turismo's came out and I was like, no, I'm I'm done. I'm just done. It took 13 years before I picked up Forza 2 on the Xbox 360 and sunk another 100 or so hours into that one and nearly 100%ed it. Who were you like making the. And. uh, Sorry, I interrupted there. Who's this person in the chat? Vortier. Vortier. Welcome, Vortier. Hi, Vortier. Talking about console CD32 Amiga. Somebody new. I don't know what you're talking about, but I know what that is, and I love you. Um, so Forza 2 came out, but you see, Forza 2, I only finished that like five to six years ago. 
Right. I'm not ready. So we're getting close. I oh, need we're not, another. We're not close. No, I need another four or five years. I'm just. Okay. I've tried to dip into fours or five. Anyway, you know what? I'm waxing lyrical about my, are. my so we'll, stance we'll, with but it's the same I think Steve is what you're saying I'm just expanding on that and saying that why I was thinking about this and I just don't have it in me to go balls deep into a racer now there's lots of guys out there like Bongo the Saiyan and Hemwood and all these other guys we know um, who can do it but um, and good luck to them from what I understand Project Cars is uh not extremely forgiving it's it's not a hand holding type game from what I understand, but the level and um, care that has gone into how you can set it up to your own liking is supposed to be phenomenal. I am the voice of the uh, Game Punchers chat, and uh, Markanic says, Fraser, Project Cars is worth the time investment. Yes. Uh, Hold on, let's see what the Brazilians are selling it for. See here. www.brazil.com.com. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm hearing what Mark's saying, you know, and again, if it's if it floats your boats and you're looking for a racer, from what I hear, a lot of people, they maybe are, um, you know, wrestling with it for the first little while, and then once they break through that barrier, they're finding a game that's phenomenal. So <clears> I'm, I'm hearing good things. Yeah, it's like I want to own a really good photorealistic racer, but it's just a racer. Again, it's like a one-trick pony. It's like fighting games. With the exception of Mortal Kombat, I don't buy fighting games because they are just fighting games. Same reason I I don't buy racing games is because they're just racing games. I don't know what it takes for me to buy a racing game, but I kind of want one. Yeah, but I, I don't want to pay $60 for one. The closest I think they're getting to maybe pulling pulling someone like you in Steve for some of that is something like Forza Horizon where you know it's right. It's not quite just the simulation, simulation campaign career racing game it's, it's a little bit more of an arcadey feel to it I think I'd be completely fine dropping the cash for one if it was absolutely photorealistic I think that's what would pull me in I'm a big I'm a big slut for visuals like if they really do a good job with the photorealism I'll probably know, buy but how long can that hold you? I mean, at the end of the day, you still have to go race Laguna Seca, you know, with you know ten times round a track, and whether it's well, photorealistic yeah. or not, you you're, it's boring. You still have to. Get, well, okay, <laughs> I wasn't quite going to say that, but it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. It's fair. I ho- no, right. I'm looking forward to getting a check, getting a, an opportunity to play it. I'm not rushing out to buy it. Fair enough. But that's just, right. just because of they me. they do not have it in Brazil. However. Farm Mechanic Simulator I'm in. for nine ninety nine. I mean, you see that? That sounds fun. Yeah, Farm Mechanic Simulator. Mechan- yeah, not you're not driving any of the farm. You're just fixing them. You're just fixing <laughs> shit that's broken. You're just never fixing just fixing them. It sounds great. All right, the cool. uh, premium edition of Batman Arkham Knight. That's the game and the DLC. Fifty five dollars. Fifty five dollars nice. American dollars. American dollars. Wasn't that twenty something? Like last time we checked, and we no, that was just the that was just the what call it? Just, ah, okay. just the base game itself. Fair enough. All right, <clears throat> I've gone and fucked us up. Um, when I'm going to be editing the uh, chart music, I'm going to have to string it along a lot. Okay, Japan charts. You ready? Yes. All right, ten. Uh, ten. <laughs> don't know ten. who. Don't know what it's for. No, Japan ten. Yukai Watch two. Shinuchi number nine for the s- something for the 3DS. Super Smash Bros, otherwise known as Dairansu Smash Bros, for the Nintendo 3DS. 
8, Mario Party 10, 7, Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, 6, Bravely 2nd, End Layer. <laughs> You're Five. just stringing words together again, aren't you? <laughs> Stop it, Japan. <laughs> Bravely 2nd, End Layer. A5, Mario Kart 8, 4, Xenoblade Chronicles X, 3, It Shall Not Die, Minecraft, Plane Station Vita. The Plane Station. The, 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 the Plane Station. It's part of my farm sim, farm mechanic simulator. This is my Plane Station. I can shave wood. <laughs> Two Style Savvy Three Kira Kira Code. One Puzzle and Dragons. I've heard so much about this game. One I've puzzle. Heard so much about several it. dragons. I heard it's so good. So Sad. good. Well, what's it, what's it called? Suit. So, Suit. So, Super Mario Brothers Edition. That one. Puzzle and Dragons Super Mario Bros. Edition. Ooh. Ooh. That is a charts. Yeah, I watched a uh, video on this fish just before we came on tonight. Is there just and, one puzzle uh, but many dragons? It looks like Puzzle and Dragons is the main game is Puzzle and Dragons, which is sort of a match three type thing. And right. then depending on how you match it deals damage so it's very similar to there were some pc games that were or ds games that were out that did that sort of thing oh yeah what was that one what was that the one uh one million or ten million game kind of like that mm, there was another one there was one where you uh were uh hired by a castle to, to try go down these roads and you would encounter monsters on the way and then each monster had you were battling the monsters on a match three sort of hmm. thing. And then they did a space one as a sequel. Damn, can't remember what it's called. It wasn't Puzzle Quest, was it? Puzzle Quest, that's it, hey. yes. All right. Cool beans. All and right. then they're doing a version, they have a version coupled with that, with Super Mario Bros. Ooh. Nice. All right, let's power through. It's quiz time. All right. Are you, are you ready for the quiz pair of you? Yes. Yes. All right. Heads. Heads it is. <laughs> Frazier's taking the no bullshit approach. To this, he sure to this is. I just saved us five minutes. He sure did. <laughs> okay. All right, now. Fraser. In Mother 3, which thief tool can be used to lower an enemy's defenses? Is it A. Siren Beetle B. Tickle Stick C. Wall Staples or 4. Scary Mask I'm going to go with the Siren whatever it was Siren Beetle? Yes I'm sorry that was the wrong answer Please be Tickle Please be Tickle Stick It is Tickle Stick stick. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Alright Brendan Fish Sarex Yes sir That's a bad question Alright The answer was Farmville, so I'm not going to ask you the question. Fair enough. Here we go. Back in the 1990s, what PlayStation video game character had to impress Sonny Funny by rapping at a club fun? Boo. Was was it A? Hippity Hop the Hip Hopper. (laughs) (laughs) Hipper the Hopper. Rap the Trap. <laughs> oh, Parappa the Rapper. Oh, give over. 
Again. No, not again. again. No, no, no. He needs that repeated to himself. We need to have words about how he ended up on this podcast. Uh, I'm going to go with four. Are you sure you're not going to go with Hippity Hop the Hip Hopper? I'm, I'm not sure what, what one does when one is a hip hopper. The Hippity Hop, I guess. Alright, yes, it's number four. The Rapper the Rapper, of course. Yes. Congratulations. Aren't you glad that you picked heads now? Indeed. Oh, what Fraser. folly. Fraser Morris. Are you ready? Ready. Okay, question two. Oh, bye. By the way, this is the first two three. This is not the best out of. Okay. Okay. Okay, question two. Fraser, in the ESRB video game rating system, what letter is the equivalent to the MPAA G ratings? Is it A, M, B, no. P, C, E, or 4O? Oh. I'm going to go with E for everyone. Correct! Nice. Nice. All right. I think that's the only one that survived the old system, too. Mm. What was P? No, there is no P. There is no O. Oh. There's an AO for adults only. Indeed. And there's Peggy 18, as we all know. So, so uh, Fish. Yes. The Binding of Isaac is a game created by whom? Is it A, Christopher Eccleston, B, Peter Capaldi, C, Edward Mulligan or for Edmund McMillan again the binding of, Isaac, binding of Isaac is a game created by whom is it A. Christopher Eccleston B. Peter Capaldi C. Edward Mulligan or for Edmund McMillan it's for Edmund McMillan you are correct one half of the Super Meat Boy team indeed Team Meat. Team Meat. As they are known. Team Meat. Do. Team Meat. Meat do. Fraser. What Dreamcast video game in which you race around town is known for using product placement locations? Is it A. Nutty Cop? <laughs> B. They're not even trying! B. Crazy Taxi C Freaky Fireman or four my personal favorite Wacky Ambulance <laughs> Yeah I'm gonna go home and play a bit of the Wacky Ambulance Uh is that is that code for something? <laughs> Wanna try out this wacky ambulance? I'd love to I'd love it to be who wacky wants, ambulance. Who wants, to, who wants to take a ride on the wacky ambulance? <laughs> I'm a freaky fireman. I would like to take around on the wacky ambulance. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to have to go crazy with crazy ta- taxi. All right, then. You're right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shucks. Okay. You got it. Okay. I thought I had you that time. All right, here we go. You guessed that, didn't you? <laughs> okay, dokie. Here's the tough one. Fish. Yeah. In The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker... Where is the Master Sword located in the Wind Waker? Is it A, Outset Island, B, Forsaken Fortress, C, Hyrule Castle, 
or four, the Temple of Time. In Legend of Zelda, the Wind Waker, where is the Master Sword located? Is it A. Outside Island, B. Forsaken Fortress, C. Hyrule Castle, or 4. The Temple of Time? I'm going to go with Hyrule Castle. I'm going to go with my gut on this one. That is the correct answer for 3. Wow. That's two in a row, folks. Boom, boom, boom. I think you are three in a row. Yeah, so that was three to Fraser's two. What was the, what would have Fraser's question been? Fraser's question would have been, uh, what does Phoenix Wright have to defend in court in Ace Attorney Dual Destinies DLC? Oh Jesus Christ! Is it A a dog, B a parrot, C a killer whale, or four a lion? It's a wacky ambulance. I can imagine it would be a parrot because parrots can talk. It just makes sense, doesn't it? It does. But again, it's a Japanese game. Uh oh. Dog. Kill a whale. Oh god. <laughs> Fuck that up, didn't you, Moors? <laughs> All right. So fresh wins again. Congratulations. Why? Thank you. I'd like to thank uh, my family. Indeed. That's what cabinet I... cat. Cabinet yes, cat. <laughs> Cheers, cabinet cat. <laughs> All right, cool. So we're on to the community. Of course, John is not here. We didn't even mention that John wasn't here. He's not here. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> he just like pops up at the end of the episode. Uh, guys, did you want to know what I was playing this week? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. Back in your room. Back in <laughs> your basket, John. Back in your furnace. I nearly knocked my microphone over. That would have been horrible. Uh-oh. We call that in the industry, doing a bongo. <laughs> in the industry. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's see here. What I'm going to start doing, basically, is calling out uh, various fans and super fans. Um, and I'm going to be using the old Japan accent for those. Uh, right now, though, we're going to go with uh, the old Twitter interactions. Richard Natras friend of the show, Richard Natra, says, Do you like games and listening to stuff? Then you really should follow and listen to Game Punch's pod. Come on, it's not brain science. Thank you, Richard Natras. Hey, that's um, grand. Is he, uh, is he actually in our other section here? No, we need to put him in there. Uh, Richard Natras. There you go. Um, John Lavalli says, Wankers, of course. Yeah, that was good in response John. to us posting a picture of us. That, I wasn't I wasn't pulling as good a face as you on that one. Not happy about that. Um, Stulecki, here's oh, something God. actually. Remember, I took uh, I took a, you know hundreds of photographs over the course of my holiday. Yeah, um, took some photographs of your family, mm-hmm. photographs of the kids and your wife and my wife and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, we turned the camera around to my wife and said, "Take a picture of Steve and I." Yes, she took three photographs. None of them have come out. They're the worst That's photos. <laughs> <laughs> They're the worst photos on the camera out of any photos that were taken over the course that have ever been taken on that camera. And it's That's the three, amazing. Three photos of me and you taken by it's, her. It's bonkers. It? <laughs> it's bongo. That's what. <laughs> it's what we call in the photographic industry That's shooting a bongo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I shot uh, a bongo in my pajamas. Oh, you got there. I'll never know. Oh God. Um. Okay, so Stu Lecky, like, once he realized that it was just going to be... It was me and Fraser on my deck 
hanging out, he said, uh, oh god, it'll all be pot noodles this and electron that and Grinch of the other, which cracked me up no end. So thanks, Stu, for that. Um, Great tweet. Yeah, it was a fantastic tweet. Uh, and I need to add him to the thing, too. Okay. So, and Roberto UK, who I need to add here. Roberto UK. Um, said, I guess he's a new listener. Loving the podcast. Thanks, he says, which is excellent. Thank you for listening. Um, so here we go. Here's a list of all the folks that we've had wonderful, delicious social interactions with over the last week or two. Uh, Chipper! Uh, Kyle Adams! <laughs> Richard Webster! Wyatt May! Dwayne! Of course. Dwayne! 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 GM! GV Embers! I don't know who that is. GV Embers. Who's that? I don't know. Ready Player Two, uh, Lotus Tattoo, Hillary Craven, uh, Cynthia Johnson, uh, Ben and Chris from Same Coin, uh, Richard Natrasu, Stulecki, uh, and Roberto UK. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Worthy. Loves. Yeah. It's a worthy new section. I think so. So, um, yeah, I think it's about time we... we shot this fucking podcast in the head <laughs> let's get it done uh, <laughs> that's right. enough out of you <laughs> yep <laughs> shut the fuck up and go home <laughs> alright so anyway uh, you can get us on Game Punchers Pod uh, that's the Twitter account at Game Punchers Pod you can email us at Game Punchers Pod um, you can join us every Wednesday if you will that's at twitch.tv forward slash Game Punchers Pod uh, and um, you can f- catch the website. You can catch it in your hands. Hold it. <laughs> on um, GamePunchers.com. It's a podcast, and it's a video game podcast, and it's a website about a video game podcast that's relevant to your interests. You might want to go there. And um, you can catch me on Twitter. I am at Chambango, C-H-A-M-B-A-N-G-O. You can catch John on Twitter at John Lavalle, J-O-N-L-A-V-A-L-L-E-E. I'm at Frasermoo, F-R-A-S-E-R-M-O-O. I am at the Jesus Fist, Fish, Fish, T-H, the Jesus Fist, the Jesus the Jesus Fist, it's T-H-E-J-E-S-U-S-F-I-S-H. Fabulous. Okay, so, and we love you But pronounced the Jesus Fist. It's Latin. Fist. Um... So thanks for listening. Uh, we love you all very much, all the time. Thank you to everybody in the chat that's been hanging out with us the whole time. Um, Marcanics there, uh, Yap May. We had someone called Vortier in there, G4TE, who turned out to be hero legend Greg DeLacy. Uh, thank you to everybody. Uh, we love you all a long time, and until next time, we are Ghost Like Swayze. Lizard! Tell <laughs> Wizard. As soon as you are able, on the night I'm with-